Hello, hope you're doing well. Welcome to this episode of the Innova Leader Podcast. And today I want to uh, talk to you a little bit about um, how to create a trusting culture with communication. So I work for an ed tech company. Um, and I have a role of my role uh, works with two different stakeholder levels. It works with um, sales reps, actually three different stakeholder ref, uh, three different stakeholders, uh, sales reps, districts, school districts, and then internally uh, with engineering. And when I took the job, there was um, a, there wasn't a lot of trust within the sales reps uh, with our team. There was a lot of um, pushback. Uh, they felt um, they felt we were the the A team, and then we had a whole support team that was uh, behind us that we would, would hand districts off to uh, when things were done. Um, and they were considered the, the B or the C or the D team, not um, really having a lot of skill sets, um, a lot of uh, knowledge base. And, and I thought that was, that was ironic um, because I was, I was new to the job. But anyway, um, and so we had um, we had some sales reps and a couple of district managers uh, who would continuously try to push things back on us. Um, they spent a lot of money with with our company, and the sales reps wanted them taken care of, and that's to be understood um, completely because you want to take care of your customers as sales reps. You want to make sure that they're um, um, you know, all the things are, are handled properly because uh, the next time they needed to buy something, needed to buy curriculum of, of some level, then uh, that that puts your company uh, in a in a positive light, and uh, knowing that you're going to get the support and everything that uh, is needed uh, to make for a successful implementation of digital content. So. Um, we just kept constantly getting hammered with with sales reps uh trying to pull districts back to us and um and and then at the same time not really trusting us to take care of their districts uh there was this constant uh what's going on i need to know 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 um how are things going? Uh, and it was, um, it was tough because not only did you have to deal with the districts, um, you had to deal with districts that had already been integrated. You had to deal with new districts that were coming on and, and more and more of them are coming on uh, each year. Um, and then you had to deal with the sales reps and the DMs and ultimately the, the regional vice presidents. And, um, so for, um, for that first year, almost two years, 
it was tough year and a half. Um, it was tough because there was a, a, a lack of trust in, in multiple teams and there was a lack of trust, uh, a lack of understanding of, of what's going on. So, um, I essentially had, if you drew a line from Minnesota South, um, for the early part of my career, I, I had, uh, everything west of that except Hawaii and California, Texas, Oklahoma, and New Mexico. Uh, so it was a, it was a, it was a big region. And, uh, and, and so you, you get, to, when you, when you have that large of a region, you get to know, um, the breakdown, uh, of the districts within that region. You get to know the, the, the sales reps within that region. Um, and so one of the things that, that I concluded at, um, uh, after my first year and the things that we were going to make uh, adjustments on, uh, were, were much better communication with the, uh, the, the regions, the, the sales reps, the internal people. And so that first year, um, I would send out, um, fairly detailed reports, uh, during our back to school season, which typically runs, uh, the way, the way I have our teams run it. Um, we typically run that somewhere between mid to late May, uh, March. And, um, in some cases it runs, through September, October, uh, th this particular year, it doesn't feel like it's ever really stopped. Probably November. Um, but anyway, um, <clears throat> so so what I did is I decided that I was going to to be more communicative with the sale with with the DMs and the regional vice president uh, and give them. Um, give them reports that would help them uh, just, just maintain communication throughout the year. And um, the value of that, I began to see the value of that pretty uh, from the very beginning. Uh, it's, it's not something that anyone else in our, on our team did. It's just something that um, I would do. And so I would share uh, stories about me, about the weekend, because I always sent those out, sent those out every Friday afternoon. And so I would share a story about this is what's going on the weekend for me. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, those kinds of things. And then I would start breaking, um, the reports down, uh, and I would send them a spreadsheet of what's going on and, um, uh, just make sure they were in the know. And that lessened some of the, the pushback and the stress that, that I got, um, was getting the, the year before with those, uh, with that region from our internal sales team or actually the out in field sales team. Uh, last year, uh, I made the decision to do that again. And so, um, I, except this time I would send it to, uh, not just the DMs and the vice president, but I would send it to um, the entire sales team. And when I sent the first uh, report to them, I, I did something very similar. Uh, I 
kind of talked about something funny. Sometimes it was something funny, something I was going to do. I'd share something about my family, share something about, um, uh, uh, you know, the weekend. Uh, just try to be very human in my emails and very um, open and honest and transparent so that they could get to know me uh, better. And um, and we it could be something that would be different and fun. Then um, I would include um, a report about kind of what's going on in the in the district. And it wasn't a very detailed analysis of this is where they are in every step. It was just, you know, these these districts or we've started these districts and um, this is what's, you know, the way it's looking. And I had a sales rep uh, respond to me and say, listen, I really do appreciate this, but I really want to know where they are at every step of the process. Would you be, would you be able to do that? And so I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I get why you want to do that. He wanted to be involved so that if, if he looked at that report and saw that um, there was an issue that they weren't uh, doing what needed to be done or we couldn't get something from them, those kinds of things that he could try to move that along. And which is, I, which is, I, I love that idea because I want our sales rep, I want us to, to, to consider um, each other as, as team members and partners and, and those kinds of things. And uh, I always had this, I had this sales rep that first year who, man, she was, she was hot after it and she was tough. Um, she was good for her client, good for her districts, good for her clients, and um, and a very good sales rep. She actually became the DM uh, before that second back to school season, and um, a, a district manager. And so, um, I'll tell, talk about that progression of that relationship in a minute. So, uh, sorry about that little side step. So, um, so I, I made the adjustments to the spreadsheet and I actually built this spreadsheet that said, these are the, this is, these are the steps that we're in process with. These are dates and when we're going to do them because I built all that into my, my process. Uh, and then here any notes or details or anything like that. Um, and so then I, uh, put a pivot table on the on the front of the spreadsheet, allowing them to see how many were in process by the states. Uh, so everything in in our company is kind of organized at the state level. So if, if for instance, if you're a Colorado sales rep, you could then go and filter everything by Colorado and and only be worried about your districts. And and um, I didn't do a, a specific sheet for each district. I did one sheet, and then. Um, they can filter do all those fun things. Uh, I, they know how to do that. So, um, so I started sending that out, and uh, uh, I would talk about. Um, I would just be very open and honest and personal. Uh, I'm tired this week. This was this week was a struggle. We've had this many calls. We've got we've had these many implementations. Um, we're getting beat up. Um, I'm tired. I'm hurting. Um, our team is hurting. Um, I even put, uh, in one, put a, um, 
uh, a, a GIF in the in the front of the uh, front of the email, uh, and it was actually a quote from Parks and Rec, and I I, I just put that because it was a rough week, and, and I don't remember the exact quote, but I put that in there, and I said, um, uh, first person who can tell me where this comes from gets a prize. I don't know what it is yet, but but uh, they get a prize, and and um, and so I sent that out. And uh, immediately got a response from a sales rep and said, that's from Parks and Rec and Amy Poehler and I love her and blah, blah, blah. And then I had about four or five other people, uh, reps that responded with the same information. So I knew I needed to do something. And so I started sending out at $5 Amazon, I mean, uh, Starbucks gift cards, those kinds of things. Uh, and so as that went on every Friday afternoon, I kept sort of getting more and more reports uh, from reps saying, I love these, I love these uh, Friday afternoon emails. They're the the best thing that happens to me all week. Um, I would put leadership thoughts in there. I would put stories about how someone did something really great, uh, all kinds of different things in there. Um, So to say all that, so there was, there was a lot of communication. And um, so that started about mid May, went to the end of October. And, uh, um, and so every week I was getting those kinds of responses. And, um, so now to circle back around to that rep that I, I interjected in the middle of the story, uh, she's, she's now a, um, a district manager and she is, she's really good at her job in that role. Um, and, but there was some tension. Uh, there was a lot of pushback. Um, I, I was doing my best to set boundaries early on when she was a sales rep. When she moved to DM, I would set boundaries. Uh, I'm on the East Coast. This rep, this DM was uh, on the West Coast. I would set, uh, during back to school, I would work from like 8.30 Eastern time in the morning to 5. I would cut it off. Um, I'd go spend time with my family, have dinner, and then get my son to bed. And about 8 o'clock, I'd kind of come back in and take care of anything else. And I remember this one time, uh, she sent, uh, sent me this text right at five o'clock and, and, uh, sent me this email and said she was going to call. And, and I just sent her a text and said, look, uh, I'm going to take care of your people. Uh, but I'm taking a break between this time and this time and between five and eight. And I will, you know, I'll look at it afterwards. Um, so this, there was there was a lot of pushback and and I wasn't sure how that relationship was going to grow. It was going to grow at all. Um, and then uh, this year, as as we continued to communicate and as I continued to give them updates, even even in the when I found out this is how things are going to be different this year versus last. These are the changes that are coming down the the pike. I would. I was sending out all of this communication. Uh, this is what I know, and this is what's going to become becoming. Um, and so that communication um, over time this year, um, I got some of the some of the best notes and the best um, responses uh, as. As the, the the level of communication increased and the detail of communication increased, the more open and the more trusting and the more encouraging that sales team became. Back to me. 
And to the point that this year that that uh, DM who was who was kind of up in in everything, um, I never once got I never once got an email from her um, asking about a district. I never once got a call from her asking about a district. I didn't get calls from reps asking about districts. None of that. Um, they understood that my team was taking care of them. They were pushing everything through. Our, my team was pushing everything through. They knew where everything was in the process. And they were trusting that we were going to do the right thing and make it uh, and make everything right. And uh, to the point that it was from that perspective, from working with our sales team, from that perspective, it was the the best best back to school back to school season um that that we've had in three years in the three years that I've been with this company. Um because they they trusted me. They trusted our team. They trusted that we would get things done and get things done on time and and we did. I mean we we demonstrated that because uh we we did not have one issue uh from from our company's perspective with the district. Every every delay was was built around the company, uh, was built around the district. They didn't get us what we needed. They didn't uh, kind of do their part, those kinds of things. Um, but they trusted that, that, that level of trust between the sales team and, um, and our, um, our team, uh, just grew. And to the point that, that, that communication got pushed all the way up to the, to the president, those kinds of things. And so you get, you kind of get the, that feedback and, and they know that you know what you're doing, that they, that you have their best interest at heart as the sales rep, that they have, you have the company's best interest at heart and that you have uh, your, your customer's best interest at heart. And so this, this detailed communication that I was able to provide them and that I chose to provide to them, um, just developed the the personal relationships which developed the trust they got to see me they got to hear my story they got to know about me and develop even though a lot of us didn't talk on the phone uh, or see each other in person they got to know my story they got to know about me and about um, uh, what's going on we would have uh, I would there would be meetings where where they would go over sales figures and those things like that and people would be uh, calling out uh, the sales reps that I worked for and, you know, the regions were doing very well and things like that. And I would send them a note just to say, congratulations and you know, whatever you need, we'll, we'll take care of you. And, and they, they came to, there, there's this huge level of trust uh, within those sales reps toward our, the team that, that I lead. And they are, um, so when there are issues, they know they can come to us and we, we will handle them. Uh, and, I, and I think um, that the, the basis for that was that detailed communication, the, the relational aspect of that communication, um, and then realizing that we, ha we can handle this. We've got it as even as our numbers grew um, uh, from year to year that we had it, that we were taking care of their people, that any issues uh, they could see, any issues that that caused a delay were a result of the, of the customer 
Um, and they, um, they loved you. They loved me, our team for it. They had a, a level of confidence and trust in our team. And so I think that from a leadership standpoint, one of the things that you need to do uh, on a consistent basis, uh, I know some people do it once a month. Some people do it once, uh, you know, every couple of months, whatever. I think the best uh, standard is to send out something every week, once a week, just giving props or sharing your story or sharing a leadership thought or, or, or whatever, whether it's an email or a video or, or what, communicate, let people get to know you uh, relationally, personally. Uh, one of the comments that, that I consistently get um, from, from that um, now uh, district manager who I just love to death. I think she's a great uh, a leader and does a great job with her team. Uh, she said, your emails, your communication is always so human. Uh, and relatable. And so I think that's, you know, that's obviously a key. You want to be related, relatable. You want to be human. You want to be open and transparent. And you want let to, you want people to kind of know what you're thinking. And I think if you can do that, whether it's, it's every week or maybe, maybe every uh, other week, I think those kinds of communication, um, not just, um, I, you know, I see a lot of corporate communication that is um, inhumane. That's probably a bad word, but just not relatable. Uh, they're not. You're not learning about the people who um, who are leading you. Um, that that if you can be relatable, be human, be open, be transparent in a consistent time frame, then you can build trust openness with your team, a, a relatability, a likability um, to the point that um, that they trust you, that they know you have their best interest at heart, uh, and that you're going to lead them um, in a way that that is um, uh, that you're going to be you're going to have an integrity about you because you're essentially telling them what you're going to do and then you go out and you execute on it. So it, that consistent execution builds uh, additional trust levels within, within uh, your teams, within your organization. And so I think one of the, the best things that you can do as a leader, just to kind of sum it all up is to um, communicate consistently, be open, be human, be transparent, be funny, um, give out prizes, do games, uh, those kinds of things that allow your team to see you uh, and be and relate to you. And so I hope you take that. Uh, I'd love to hear what how, how you communicate, how, how often you communicate, how you share and um, and what that does what increased communication does within your organization, how it builds trust, how it builds relationships, how, how it uh, creates a, a level of partnership between uh, different teams. would love to, to hear how all that works. Uh, so please let me know um, uh, in the comments or shoot an email or, or ever how you want to handle that. Listen, I hope you have a great week. Uh, take care and uh, we'll see you next time on the next episode of Anova Radio. Oh! <laughs>
Thanks for listening in today. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode of Powerful Insight. For more up-to-date information and tips to help you on your quest for change, head over to the website at www.wdavidphillips.com and sign up for our newsletter.